Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Friday Wrap-Up with Greg Campbell, Paul Stevenson, and David Warren. Get the latest of what's going on in Ottawa when it comes to real estate, mortgages, and whatever else they want to talk about. Have a coffee, some laughs, and learn something new each Friday at 10 a.m. City of Ottawa. City of Ottawa. What are you saying today? (laughs) <laughs> I swear, this is just like it's it's the it's the Friday laugh up. I think I think that's what it's called now. Holy cow! 18, 18, yeah. 18 loves already. Who the heck is loving us so much? Eighteen hearts. I can see that right now. Wow! Eight viewers and eighteen hearts. Is that you, Paul? Just like smashing the heart button? No, no. I'll love. I'll love. And no hearts. <laughs> I think it's I, NF. NF. It is. It is. Giving us, it uh, is. 20, 20 hearts just over and over. Man, I think yeah. that's. Oh, there's 21 there now. I think that. Uh, I think every person should just have a heart button on them, and you can just walk up and you can just poke them. <laughs> heart. Well, I think. Just like yeah, I just want to touch you. <laughs> I love you. I, I don't know if that'll go over too well. Hey, I just want to touch you. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to love you. Just hit that heart button on you. Oh man! I wanna love you. Cheers. So Gregory, <laughs> yeah, it was your birthday yesterday. Mm. It still is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I get two days this year. Um, it's your birth year. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday. It was amazing. Uh, we. What did we do yesterday? We celebrated. My kids gave me some cards, some birthday cards. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I did a little bit of running around and then uh, hung out at my parents and had some lobster. Some lobster? Yeah, which, oh. you know, it's, it's one of those things when, whenever anyone asks me, but like, what, what would you like? If you can eat anything right now, what would you like? It's, the answer is generally lobster. I mean, I don't eat, I eat it like maybe, what, two, two times a year, maybe? But... That's that's like a go-to. It's like, what would you really like today? It's lobster. I love it. There's a place, uh, there's a restaurant downtown that I've been dying to try uh, called Ting's Restaurant. Ting's. If anyone has tried it, please give me some feedback. But it's called Ting's. It's a Caribbean mm-hmm. uh, restaurant. And they have a lobster and uh, lobster poutine. And oh, they also wow. have an oxtail poutine. You, you know amazing. what, man? Like when I, before I kind of stopped eating meat generally, oxtail was one of my favorite things in the world. Caribbean mm. oxtail, like just, yeah. I used to eat that all the time. Loved it. We had Thousand. a, uh, go ahead, Dave. I was going to say, how did you do the lobster? Were you barbecuing it? Were you? Uh, no, no, it was just, it was served to me on a platter with, uh, you know, the, the, the tools to, the, the tools to, crunch crunch the crunch it up and take out the meat and i just i loved it i fresh fish is uh it's hard to beat you know um you know you get to some of those lobster bakes out east or something well so uh, yeah we're going to prince edward island this summer my my father's from prince edward island and we haven't been since um anna or since alexa was born which would have been six years ago so we're we're really excited. We got a nice spot close to uh, the beach on the north side, and uh, I just I, I keep telling like the lobster dinners there are insane. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. How do you guys like my look today? This is my this is my post birthday look. I'm very uh, I'd like some summer's hit. Summer has hit. I'm feeling good. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love the hat. Yeah, this. You want to know a story? I got a story about this hat it too. Looks like there should be a feather. It looks like there should be a feather dude, on the left side. Dude, dude, dude there, oh, there, there is a feather. There, there is. Of course, there. Now I'm wearing it like this for the rest of the show. Hold on. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, this the cool thing about this hat is that my buddy Michael, who actually called me yesterday, he was in my wedding party in in Bulgaria, and uh, he came with this hat and he let me take it for the rest of the trip so i wore this hat quite a bit on my honeymoon and i just i forgot about it and then i looked at my closet yesterday i was like i'm like that's the hat man I'm like i'm gonna wear that hat now i'm wearing it again today readers, so those are your readers these are not my readers these are just my my no. these are these are everything these do they are okay. they they are transition they do the uh <laughs> wait, what, what's the word i'm looking for here anyways these these are the amazing glasses i can read with these and i can see far in these you know what's you know what's so crazy about like you know what's crazy they are you know what you know what's crazy about about glasses Anna says you look ridiculous thanks wife thank you I'll see you later looking ridiculous I can't wait to see you uh, the um, these like when you have a crazy prescription like this the lens this lens is like six hundred dollars just the lens like that's and, and i don't think people get that like it has to be thin and then i want it tinted so it's sunglasses when i go outside i need to see when i read i need to see far you know and then it's like you spend that do i want to get eye surgery maybe but five thousand dollars i don't know laser cutting science. my cutting my eye i'm the just science like, of, I don't know. the science of spectacles plus i like plus i like i like wearing glasses you know i like and it. you don't get you know the joy of being able to put your readers on, you know, who'd you know, wanna, there, there is eliminate that joy. Well, it, it is kind of funny because now I actually have readers. Look, check this out. Check out this little sack, this little sack sack right here. And see, these are them. I have them in the office now because 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 guys that are magnetic because guys i am old now apparently so i yeah, need as, readers as, and uh as, i have hats i have hats it's as if as uh, hanif pointed out you're old man you're old so you know <laughs> I, I think i think hanif i think he's like a year younger than me tiny his 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 his, his alias well his nickname is tiny uh just so everyone to, knows uh, yes paul I was listening to a podcast yesterday with uh tony hawk the great Sick. powerful yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk. Cool. And uh, he's 52 now. And he was talking about how, you know, when he was 25, <clears throat> he looked at skaters that were 30 and they're like, wow, he's still crushing oh, yeah. the half pipe at 30. Yeah. And now he's 52 years old and still doing, uh, you know, 720s and uh, still Did you see his knee pads. There's, and, uh, there's a kid, Guy, uh, Guy something or other. He's from. Um, I think it's Guy. It sounds weird when I say he's from Brazil, but his name's Guy. Anyways, so I, I, he's he's a kid. Oh, he's eleven. He's eleven, and he did the full 1080. Like he does the 1080 now. If you look him wow. up online, he does the full like the the 1080 spin. It's crazy to watch. So yeah, so he was talking about the culture, how the culture has changed. Like it started off as not even considered a sport. It was just like a fringe, oh, yeah. like you know, for the outcasts. And then he said now it's like uh, he was talking about actually in Afghanistan how they actually let young girls skateboard, but they don't let them play sports. They don't want them to play sports, but they consider skateboarding uh, like a toy. So they actually let them do it. So he's always like boss female skateboarders in Afghanistan now. That's crazy. That's crazy because. It's not considered a sport, so they're actually allowed to do it. So, <laughs> so you have these like six-year-old females in Afghanistan doing like crazy kickflips. Because <laughs> like, you know, that's what they can. That's actually really. That's a cool fact. Check it out. So Jake. Yeah. So Jake just uh, chimed in here from Hong Kong. 
again, and he says, Greg, Steve, and I talking about me met Tony Hawk at Street Wave in 1988 at the Ottawa Civic Center, and that's that's a fact. No way. Yeah, we, we were skating, and we went to the to see Tony Hawk at the Civic Center, and I can't believe he remembers Street Wave. That's what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. You know, and you know what's funny? I think, I think Tom Green was there, but I didn't know him at the time, but I think he has a picture of him with Tony Hawk from that time. Because he had the same, because Tom had the same hair as Tony Hawk. It, he did. He had like the. <laughs> Tony Hawk was talking pe about. People thought so that he looked like Tony Hawk. Bringing it back to real estate. Yeah. Bringing it back to real estate. Tony Hawk said that he bought his first home at 17. What? Sorry. Not even bringing it back to real estate. Dude, that's like. Starting that's, with real estate. That's, that, that's like player shit. That's like 17 buying a house. That's, in, that's I mean, yeah. that's incredible. He said his dad, uh, his dad saw him getting all sorts of money at 17 from sponsorships yeah. and so on, winning tournaments. That he's like, I don't want you to blow it all on. Wow. You know young things yeah. so he told him to buy a house so at 17 he was living on his own and was obviously the party house so then he just built all sorts of ramps in his backyard and that's crazy like nonsense you know? do you, do you yeah. want to know another another random uh, fact it's a, an ottawa fact so jody morris is from ottawa he uh he used to live in navin he had a he had a he had a, always had a ramp in his backyard we would skate on his ramp but he became one of the biggest professional photographers for skateboarding ever so if you if you look like all the old magazines, Transworld Skateboarding Thrasher, there's tons of uh, photography from Jody Morris from Navin. Pretty cool. Huh. Yeah, I know there was a guy at Colonel Bly, actually, Galia. I can't remember his last Galea, name. But I, I think know. he was skating with Top of the World when we were younger. He was, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Vilo, I don't know like Vilo and, and Galia were because uh, Vila yeah. was sponsored. Vila was sponsored too by uh, Backbone. Airwalk or something. Oh, back Backbone. Backbone. <laughs> Backbone Clothing Backbone. in uh, in, Orle in 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 uh, Place d'Orleans. They had a store there and uh, and whatnot. It was all uh, skate. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that, yeah. but I, I I was away at that time. Was, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So well, hey guys. So what's happening in the market? Yeah, the so real estate. That's, real estate. Let, let's just let's just wrap it up. Great show, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Just, did you, did we you, just wasted ten minutes of people's lives. You know what? We we just made their lives better. We're fun. Yeah. We're fun to we're fun to watch and listen to. So, uh, did you see that that comment from uh, Hanif about Tings? He says my oh, he no. says my colleague tried it overpriced and small portions. Wow. Okay. There's I mean, one. I mean, you go to you go to a gourmet spot with lobster and poutine. You're probably going to get small portions. You know, you go to. Uh, you go to a nice restaurant and you overpay for a steak, you're going to get a smaller steak than you would somewhere else, but probably better quality. So you get what you pay for, you know. Um, but I have heard mixed reviews, to his point. I've heard some people say it's really good, and I've heard some people say that, right. you know. It's also called Tings. I want to try it just for Tings. Well, exactly. And and, and, and you know that there's there's a drink called Ting, and you can probably get it there. Ting is actually a delicious Caribbean soda pop. Yeah. Wow. I love Ting. Whenever whenever I'm anywhere and I see Ting, I'm like, I got I to gotta have me a Ting. <laughs> yeah. I, I will never try to do that talking style again. I am not. Uh, I, I cannot do the. I cannot do the patois. Uh, okay. Wow. Wow. The Friday wrap up. The Friday wrap up. Where have you been Just all going week? Off the rails. You know. Oh yeah. By the way. So you know. In case everyone doesn't know, we are available now on Spotify, Apple. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on like all the all the. We're on TuneIn Radio as well. So we're everywhere today. Clearly, I'm not putting this up after this episode. I'm 
I'm doing other, I'm doing other, I'm doing other things. <laughs> but you know what? Okay. Okay. You know what? Let's just transition to this. I had a, I had a big week. I had a really big week. I got, I got two new listings. I got another one coming. I got two more coming up and uh, I just, and I landed two more buyers. The market is fire right Amazing. now. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about the listings where I saw one's in Sandy Hill. You got one in Sandy Hill. I got a, and, uh, yeah, I got a big one in Sandy six Hill, six bedroom, six bath. It's a bed and breakfast and, uh, yeah, 900,000. It's a, it's an end row built in like 1900 and it's, uh, yeah. And it's, it's nice. We did the photos in the, and the video yesterday. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but, um, anyways, that, that hits the market tomorrow. I'm I'm pretty excited new, about that. New student housing, new student housing coming soon. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things like you can't, right? Because of COVID and all this shit. Like it has to be a family buy. Like I mean, yeah. they like they they shut it down because they're like, dude, we don't know when you know, they were thinking about it, but trying to sell it as the B&B, but now with this they're just like, you know, who knows what's going to happen when. You can't have that many bodies for separate rooms, so like you can't even think about student housing right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. so hopefully, I mean, it's, it's at the quiet end of Besser street. So, I mean, the, uh, the location is sick. Uh, yeah. and anyways, it's a, it's a really nice spot and I think the price is right. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens with that. And then, so, and then, sorry, the other one that came back on the market, Chinny and the one that we did the, uh, the virtual open house with or tried to Paul, we're going to do it again uh -huh. now that this is up. So actually, yeah, Paul, we're going to do a couple. Um, but yeah, so that one's coming back on the market. We suspended it for a bit. Uh, just when, cause the market started tanking, well, not tanking, the sales were down. So we just, we decided to wait. That's coming back on. And then I got another, um, I got another little terrace home coming up in, in Orleans, uh, just down the street from the office here. It uh, needs a little bit of rentals, but we're pricing it to sell. Super, super amazing investment property for anyone. If, if anyone watching right now is looking for a nice investment property in Orleans, I have one for you. Holler at me. There you go. Holler at Reach me. Reach out. Get, get that exclusive. We'll meet. Get that exclusive. We'll meet. We'll have a Caesar. We'll do a deal. <laughs> Message. Uh, yeah. Just use the code word TWFU. And that's uh, it. You know, right we should we, we, we should do something Sorry. like that, right? Like on, on the website. Buy insert promo code for. Uh, <laughs> For Caesar, Sorry, for Caesars. W F U. That sounds terrible. It's the F W U. T T T F W U. Yeah. You know what, Paul? Um, you know what, Paul? Yeah, you know what, Paul? Daughter, actually, you know yeah. what, Paul? T F W U U. <laughs> my uh, my daughter actually works at uh, in a retail decor store, and uh, she got word yesterday that she's heading back full time Tuesday. Mm. Uh, this is a train yard, so. Uh, interesting to see. She was thinking it would be end of June. Uh, they told her end of June, and then instantly it's uh, we need you Tuesday full time. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the coming weeks. As far as uh, I mean, I found even just being out and about, there's definitely a lot more people, yeah. at least more comfortable, kind of you know braving the public and uh, starting to get out there. I know. I believe. Don't quote me on this. Uh, listeners can comment. I believe there's been no deaths in Ottawa for almost three weeks yeah. now. Um, I think maybe no new cases for a week or so. Like it's, it seems like things are, we're, we're taking the proper measures. And I think if people are responsible being out, uh, yeah. we could see, uh, we could see the retail side start to get, it's a, coming, a uptake, I, which would just help the and I mean, it's, market get going again. it's happening in other cities. It's slowly happening. I talked to my buddy in the UK. He said the UK is still pretty locked down. 
yeah. Which is I mean, they you can they open up retail this week. Uh, that you can you can open if you have a if you have a storefront. So if the door opens to the street, you're allowed opening this week. Um, and I think it's you know certain you got to have as far as the amount of people in. It's uh, uh, one person for every like I think it's four square meters or four square feet of your your floor space. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things kind of relax over the coming. I, I mean, you, you know, and it's funny, like, will a second wave happen? Maybe. Will everyone's reaction be the same as now? I don't think so, because everyone kind of understands that, um, you know, most cases, like, you get sick, you live. <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah. know. It's just, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of change happening soon. Yeah. Which is which is so. Cool. Needless to say, the market the market will uh, will uh, you know, like you said, and 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 what you alluded to of your listings coming on and people reaching out to you. Yeah. That, um, you know, and, and even list a listing that you just said you held off because the market was slowed down. Yeah. That now you're putting it back up. So it'll be interesting to see how many people, you know, in the coming weeks, like how quickly the trickle of these listings ends up being. Um, yeah. yeah. It's the warm weather too makes a big difference, right? People get the sun, they want the deck, they want the new house. It kind of gets people's brains tingling. You know, they know everyone's out shopping and uh, you start getting some ideas, you know? Well, it's funny because but, um, I mean, we are like, we're full like, right now is like when the market is usually just insane. And it, yeah. since it started late, it's just going to be cool to see what happens in the next couple of, of weeks or month where, um, you know, you get to that point where July comes around and everyone's like, ah, we're, you know, we're at the cottage. It slows down a bit sometimes. But I mean, this could just keep like moving through. Like we could have a really big July, August for sales in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. But uh... I agree. on that, on the, on the point of uh, COVID and, and the severity, I know uh, Jake was mentioning Hong Kong never locked down. Um, I was actually hearing on the same podcast with uh, Tony, they were saying that there was actually two, I guess, two separate strains, one that went in through California that was coming from China and then one that came into New York that was coming from Europe. And apparently the one in New York was a more severe okay. virus right. than the one in LA. Like the symptoms and everything were, were dramatically worse. So they think it might have been a different mutation or something. Who knows, you know? But uh, yeah, and Jake, we'll see what happens. And we'll Jake just said too, he says it's hot as hell here, like 30 degrees Celsius every day. So, I mean, there's that whole thing of it not... Oh, he's in Hong Kong, He's right? in Hong Kong. There's that whole it's, thing of it not living, not living well in the, uh, in the heat. The heat. Mm -hmm. COVID yeah. don't like the heat. <laughs> <laughs> likes it cold. Likes it cold. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All, all, the, all the expeditions to the Arctic and Antarctic getting the COVID. Yeah. Is that the a qualifying rate drop today? <laughs> okay. Ah, there we go. There's there's some news today. So what that means? So the qualifying rate of what the banks use lowered by ten basis points. So what that means is the rate at which banks use to qualify you for a mortgage uh, lowered, meaning that the payments of what they'll factor your your mortgage on for your future payments would is lower. So it may, means that affordability uh, or your max buying power will have increased if you're pre-approved for an amount last week that amount will have will have changed as of uh, as of yesterday so you know what's crazy man is like th that's that's a great fact what blows my mind is that this whole thing has only been going on for a couple of months and and, mm -hmm. and we and there's been so much emphasis on it everywhere that it seems like it's been going on for a year you know what 100%. i mean you're you're talking about the rate 
the, the you know the stress test or whatever the, going down it's like like four four weeks ago people were panicking going i'm never going to be able to afford anything the banks are hating on me and now you're just like no it's good you're good four weeks later paradise like i mean yeah. it's so crazy man what a weird the, thing uh and there's and and already we we've seen in the last couple of days uh so something we talked about last week and the week before is banks needing you know they're verifying you know their employment their income checks rather they were doing you know very stringent on them before issuing an approval uh a couple of days ago a, a few of them came out saying that you know we're we've relaxed that and we don't need you know if you can if you don't have both the letter of employment and pay stub you know just send us the pay stub we're still good and and we can get cool. that from you later on down the road cool. before issuing that approval so as things are opening up those their rules that they had in place like over the last couple months are relaxing so it's you know it is uh it's yeah it's kind of like a a wave like everything is moving constantly and something that was last week is not the same this week and you know something that's Mark, this the week is not the same next week yeah, the markets pick up and the banks get more competitive for that business and then, you know, rates kind of go down a bit and the rules lighten up a bit and everyone's uh, yeah. everyone's hungry again, so. And you, people are going back to work. Like people are, even in retail, they're able to go back and they're going to be able to, you know, show that recent pay stuff. So now they're, you know, their two-year average that we typically use, well, now they can prove they're back to work. Whereas a month ago, who knows when they would have been able to go back to work and banks were saying, nope, not happening. So crazy, man. So. I had to sit in rush hour traffic yesterday. You, yeah, you, so did you, I. you oh really it was bullshit you guys did yeah. for real yeah, well, what is this not, like that ex that exists again it's, it's still it's still That's around okay. <laughs> so for people that haven't been on the queensway lately it's uh, down to two lanes because uh, they're doing a ton of work down the median, so that's just what bottlenecked it. But anyways, yeah, it was bullshit. I texted Paul. I was just like, "Why? Why was there traffic? Why was there traffic? Yeah. This is we got it so hard here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy? You know the LRTs going in at uh, at Montreal Road. Have you guys seen the design online? What they're doing? So they're yeah. they're like the design. they're splitting they're splitting the highway down the middle and the station is right in the middle like where where you drive over right now that's where the terminal is. They're yeah. they're putting the highway on either side. It's the coolest yeah, thing, man. Really? Yeah. It's gonna run. It's running right down between the right lanes. Down the, like it's gonna run so down the cool. median. So cool. Yeah. 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 That's neat. If you, yeah. If you haven't if you haven't looked at the videos of what they're doing for the uh, the phase two and three, it's definitely worthwhile. Uh, taking a look at what they're building now and even seeing there's like the footage of that Montreal road exit, like, uh, uh, Greg's talking about and the changes there. Like if they have like cool, all man. this video of it, it's pretty neat to, to check out for sure. I saw the Costco being put up there as well. Now, yeah. finally, the gas station and everything right at Blair, the Costco, <laughs> the Costco big, is uh, going up. You see that it's happening quickly. What, what are they doing? What are they doing? Head -turner. What are they doing yeah, with the old sure. Costco space? Do you guys know? No idea. But in his big Sick. shit show with that, with that Costco on a Saturday, I can only imagine what uh, Ogilvy's going to be like now. Yeah, that's going to be that, that's going to be big, and because it's new too. I'm like, oh my god, the new Costco! I want to go to the new one. <laughs> it's so it's and, so and with the social distancing yeah. rules. It's it's so nice. Get inside, same thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Oh man! I'm gonna find. I'm finding the uh, the video for. Yeah, yeah. Hanif says share the link. <coughs> Excuse me. Beautiful weekend coming up. 28 degrees. I think the market is going to be hot this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as things we've seen, I mean, there's been um, 
Still, no. You know what? There's, I've had a lot of people that worried. I talked to clients this morning, actually. We were doing a signing via Zoom, uh, the new norm. And um, we were just out there. They were worried about the appraisal coming in at less than what they paid for it. Uh, right. It was a new build. And uh, I was just reassuring them that, you know, in the basically 15 years I've been doing this, I've never once seen an appraisal come in less than what you're paying for it, especially on a new build. Like, the risk is low. Um, but that's something I'm interested to see where things kind of move in the future. As, as there's more purchases going through, I feel like that's inevitably going to cause multiple offers, which is then going to cause potentially someone to be in that position. Um, mm. And with the delays in appraisals, uh, I don't know. I think we'll, we'll see some interesting uh, complex files in the coming months. So we'll definitely have a few more things to talk about, I think. Uh, surprisingly, things have been fairly smooth lately as far as uh, files go. Lenders have yeah. been pretty like great at working with us and understanding everyone's... Uh, situation with covid and so on so um it's been pretty smooth but i think the next couple months especially with there is still some uncertainty and even uncertainty around you know the income lenders are going to accept and stuff like that so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens i think we'll have a few stories to tell well yeah i mean there, there's been that fear of when are the closings going to happen that may not happen you know, it's like uh, all the the doom and gloom that, you know, kind of at the beginning, oh, my God, all these people are going to default. Like, no, you know, there's going to be closing screw ups and everything. But now it just seems like there's nothing holding back anybody. It was like this weird <clears throat> two month pain of nothing <laughs> really changed. Yeah. I don't I don't know, man. The, like the uh, <clears throat> the the thing that uh, will be interesting is CMHC uh, put out a, a article Two days ago, I think it was, and they are reevaluating how they're going to uh, assess income and okay. what minimum and and potentially change uh, what minimum down payments are. Like they're floating the idea really? that changing the minimum down payment from five percent and increasing it up because they're expecting they're still expecting eighteen percent defaults. Uh, okay, and and they're you know or an increase of eighteen percent defaults. Yeah. So from where they were, you know, an 18 to 20% increase. So they're looking at if this happens, um, you know, all these people that bought it 5% down, you know, once you factor in your CMHC premium at 5% down is, you know, the CMHC premium is 4%. So really there's only 1% of equity in that home. Uh, so if the, you know, you bought the home today at 5% and you default on it tomorrow, there's not even enough, there's not even enough equity in there to sell it in, anyone to break even right. like it's coming in at a loss you know once you factor in uh closing costs and legal fees and realtor fees and yada yada it's a significant cost or loss uh so they're looking at it now of you know what they're going to see what these numbers look like over the coming year and and there could be changes on the horizon to those down payments um potentially if uh if defaults are you know end up being on the rise and it goes goes you know. back to like the whole thing of I, I don't think it's bad for some of these ideas or things to be implemented because it just makes people more responsible with their money, mm -hmm. you know, because there's a lot of like, clearly Canada is not the most responsible with their money. Like we're, we're yeah. ranked very high in, in debt load. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, you know, as a whole, I don't see it necessarily as a bad thing. And then you're going to get people that are going to sit there and cry and complain, but it's like, Hey man, you know what? If you can't do it, figure it out. 
Yeah. Y you know, the, the, if, if there, if the only thing it becomes is it becomes harder for uh, first time home buyers and younger buyers to get into the market when the down payment, if a down payment is increased, um, you know, because as prices increase, it becomes, you know, more yes. of a, a barrier to entry, yep. um, which, you know, which then becomes, you know, there's probably offshoots of that, of, you know, uh, housing housing issues for rentals and things like that because it takes longer for those buyers to, to come in. And um, so, but I mean, it's something that we'll definitely be keeping an eye on in the coming, over the coming months, whether CMHC does make any changes. CMHC can make changes. It doesn't mean that Genworth or Canada Guarantee has to. Right. There's, three there's three insurers out there. CMHC is the largest one as a crown corporation, but Canada Guarantee... <coughs> and uh, Genworth are private publicly traded insurers as well um, I mean we've seen we've seen these things change you know when we first when I first started TD there was 40 year amortizations and zero percent down payments and now we have you know five percent down payments 25 year amortizations so uh, yeah what I say yeah, yeah, no, you're right. No, oh, yeah. no one's listening, um, Paul. No one's listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, uh, one thing I think we've learned is, regardless of where you know rates go and and amortizations go and rules changes and everything, everything always balances out. If the down payment goes up to ten percent, you know, bank of mom and dad might be more mm -hmm. relative, you know, relevant than ever. That that passing of uh, of wealth is going to just come in the form of down payments, as it has recently with first-time home buyers. Uh, you know, if the market slows down too much, doesn't benefit the banks or CMHC because they're not getting their premiums. I mean, everyone loses if the market isn't stimulated. So even if they switch it to 10%, they're going to do something else that is going to allow you to still buy. Right. You know, it's just they change right. one rule and they loosen up something else. They tighten something, they loosen. Like they got to, they have to keep the market moving for everyone's benefit. So it's not like, uh, it's not like they're going to put some restriction on that's going to stop the market. At a, but I think for markets like outside of Ottawa, which is fairly insulated, if those homes do go down, Five ten percent clients are screwed. I think Ottawa is still, Ottawa yeah. specifically is probably still safe and insulated. But the other there's other places in the country that aren't that aren't Ottawa. You know, so they they can't do too much to stifle the market. Like it'll have they'll have to make very calculated changes if they do anything. Just I mean, even just our GDP is going to drop due to COVID because of housing sales dropping, uh, and our GDP relies so heavily on just land transfer tax of, of the home, you know, all these, the taxes associated with, with buying and selling and, and income that's relates to, uh, to housing transactions that they can't stifle it, let alone the housing crisis that could arise. Uh, there's just so much income and, and, right. and people's uh, living that's derived off, off housing. So have you guys, have, have you guys found that you know, just based based on what you were just saying, from what I'm understanding, you've seen like a huge increase in uh, parents helping out their kids, first time home buyers. Yeah, for sure. There's, I mean, there's, uh, you know, our parents are the baby boomer <clears throat> age, yeah. and and still those, you know, there's the highest amount of wealth is carried by the baby boomers, and you know, we we definitely see the li you know living inheritance. Um, you know, instead of parents waiting until they've passed to pass their right. inherit their savings along or their estate or their equity in the homes or whatever, they're lending their children or giving their children money now or, and gifting it to them mm -hmm. so they can get in the housing market now while prices are increasing. Uh, and it's also, there's a tax advantage to that too, because when they die, 
when a parent, when you know, when a person dies and they and their estate is passed along, there's there's estate tax to that. Whereas when they're living, they can gift, you know, a parent could gift you 50 grand. There's no tax on that, and there, right. you know, and there won't be in the future. So, you know, we're seeing that as like a tax strategy as well, uh, depending on you know the family and whatnot. Um, but we definitely do see that way more regularly than we. So, so if you're watching this and you're or listening and you're a first-time home buyer, get some money from your parents if they got it. Hit, hit them up. Hit them up. <laughs> Seriously, though, it makes sense. It, it makes sense for everyone. <clears throat> yeah, really. I mean, it's Where's Tupac uh, when you need him. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not just a matter of like uh, getting like not having to save it. It's also the you know there's there's tax there's tax savings there's you know appreciation getting in the market earlier um yeah. you know but there's there's a whole host of of reasons but again not everyone is uh, is in that situation but we definitely you know the ability to do that but we definitely see that more and more frequently for home first-time home buyers it's very common oh. and co-signing and just co-signing too like gifting them the down payment also co-signing for them so that when they're done school and they have that government job, we're then removing the parent off the mortgage. Um, and they're just keeping that and they're continuing on with that house. You know, the Tony Hawk plan. The yeah. Tony the Tony Hawk plan. That's exactly <laughs> plan. what it is. The Tony plan. Um, yeah, no, it's uh it's it's I wouldn't say funny, but it's interesting that the proof that we need for a gift is actually much easier too. Like if a parent is gifting a fund, it's a document by the lender saying that it is actually a gift they don't expect the money back and then we just have to show the deposit going into our client's account so it's actually easier than if it's your own savings we have to show you know a 90-day history and where the money is and so on and right what's happened to it so with a gift it's it's straightforward they just basically sign saying yes this is in fact a gift it's almost like a an affidavit kind of thing saying that yes yeah. we don't expect this money back from greg it is a gift and then we show the deposit into your account so it's pretty clean and simple and it happens more frequently than people probably think, as Dave said. Yeah. I think we all need a gift. I want, I want some type of gift. It was my birthday yesterday. You're, Where's Greg, Greg, you're, yeah. Greg, your hat, your, your hat, your hat is a gift. It's your a, hat's in your... It's a, your, gift, your, it's a gift to all of you. It's a, it's a gift to all of you today. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find you a gift here. <laughs> a, gift, a gift or a gift? Oh man. So so Dave, you um uh, just uh, I want to bring it up. You you have a new cottage. That's a new cottage, right? Correct. And Correct. and and so did you just close on that or are you just and you Yeah, moved, last uh, last Thursday. Um, okay. It was a private private purchase. Uh, buddy of mine and I, we uh, we have a side business, you know, aside from mortgages, we also uh, flip properties as well. Right. And so with that, we, uh, you know, we come across deals, you know, we come across different deals all the time as well. And uh, yeah, we just happen to come across this little, uh, what we call compound, uh, you know, one cottage in reasonable shape and two other just dumps. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah, but it's uh, it's on just over an acre of land, uh, waterfront. So we're gonna we're renovating. We're gonna you know have to do some significant renovations to them. But uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. That's awesome, it's, man. Uh, so you got three yeah. three cottages on one piece of land. Yeah, they're actually on three separate titles, but the same owners own them. Um, and like one of them was a foreclosure they bought years ago, and you know, but it hasn't been touched. It's run down. The roof is leaking. It's full of mold inside. It's just a disaster. Uh, we call that the repo. And, uh, <laughs> and the uh, the other yeah the other ones uh, you know 
That's they, that's uh, cool though, man. That's like a dream. And you guys, you yeah. know, it's just you hang out. It's the crew. You're there on the compound. Yeah. We'll uh, see how that uh, over the next couple of months. We're you know back and forth, getting some uh, some guys up there to do some work. But yeah, it's pretty exciting. We'll uh, yeah, hopefully they yeah. hopefully it's not too moldy and too you know too much of a disaster. Not in those too back much. Two, but, and and we're gonna yeah. do a wrap up at at some point this Absolutely. summer, right? That's that's the uh, yeah, yeah that's the goal. We're supposed to have internet hooked up Monday, so sweet. We'll. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely be doing a wrap up. We have to do the uh, the Friday <clears throat> the Friday swim up. They will yeah, just swim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It's funny. It's funny how like now yeah. when you you're, the first thing that you do when you buy a you know you buy a property, it's like God, I got the Wi-Fi connected right away. Whereas like when you were a kid and you bought cars, it's like you got a car and it was like fuck, I got to get the rims right away. <laughs> yeah, or the stereo. Oh, or, yeah. or the system. It didn't matter what the car looked like. Well, yeah. System the, the rims. Difference is there's, the difference <laughs> is there's zero cell signal. So you're not getting a, right. a call, an email, uh, anything. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, but, uh, but yeah. But it's kind of nice. Thing, it, was, it was the first thing that we definitely thought of immediately was just like, we need some Wi-Fi. That's, we need the rims. You, we you, need the rims. You, you got to get the rims, man. <laughs> so it, uh, so Hanif's got a question here. How does one go about transferring the mortgage to another sibling? Is it complicated? Uh, you no, know, uh, not really. The, um, a lot, most mortgages have a feature called an assumability or a transferability clause. Uh, it allows you to transfer the mortgage between two parties. And most of the times it is exactly, as Hanif said, typically between family members uh, where, you know, you, Hanif, you own the property. Your sibling wants to assume that mortgage and you be removed off title and mortgage. We, they would have to qualify to carry that mortgage. So right. we, there would be income documents collected. The bank would verify that yes, they can afford this home. They have good credit, and then on the and then, base they just sign that that new borrower, your sibling signs that agreement, and a lawyer would transfer the property over, and it's a way you can avoid penalties too. Um, so there's no there's no mortgage penalties that would kick in, no like IRD or anything like that, um, and uh, and we see it. The only time we the big times that we see it is between siblings uh, or when. Like we were saying before, a, a parent co-signs on a mm -hmm. mortgage and, the, you know, the kid has, you know, one job is expecting to move up in that, get a promotion that in a year or two years are going to be able to afford it on, you know, they're going to be able to qualify because they'll have that two-year average that's maybe needed or what have you. And, uh, and so we qualify, we're then able to get them now in a year or two, requalify them on their own and we're able to remove that parent and they're assuming the mortgage because they're taking it on all on their own and that parents removed. So it's kind of like a, the parents being added as a stopgap. Do you guys, well. do you know what the, uh, just going back to your comment there on, you know, the lawyer has to do all the legal side of things, obviously to transfer everything over is the, is the cost to do that transfer even remotely close to what it would be on a regular closing? I imagine no. not. No, like you're, I mean, it's still probably I would. Like, you know, you're probably going to be at like eight hundred bucks, right? Okay, thousand bucks to kind of uh, to kind of factor. Interesting. The one thing I I will say though is that any change of title triggers a land transfer tax. So removing, right. you know, changing between parties, so between siblings, a new land a land transfer tax would kick in uh, for that sibling that they would have to pay okay. on that on that assumption removing a parent off title if we know that a parent the plan is to remove them down the line we have them registered as a one percent ownership in that property on title 
as a tenants in common is what it's what it would be called on the legal side. And with that one percent ownership, when that parent is removed, this that that person still on title is only paying one percent of what that of what that land transfer tax would be. So it's something where we'll find out when we're talking to clients, you know, and the co-signers going on. You know, do we think that you're going to be on long term? No. Okay. Well, let's set you as a one percent ownership so that down the road it's going to minimize your land transfer tax Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I did not know that. That's that's amazing, actually. That makes and that's total something sense. that will that will tell the client that this is the strategy, and will advise the lawyer of how to register it. Okay. And these are uh, these are reasons not to go to your bank, people. You know, we know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. The banks, uh, you know, they uh, they keep you. They try. They do everything they they can to keep you, but they don't. They don't work in the same way that you guys do, for a mortgage, yeah. anyways. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So there's. Uh, hopefully that answers your uh, your question. And if if you have any other questions or or if you're looking to do this, uh, reach out to Paul or I. We'd be happy to uh, to let you know. You know the next steps or or whatnot. So cool. Jake had a question there as well. Oh, the default. We talked on that a bit. Is there a lot of default on? Oh, default on rent happening now in Ottawa because of COVID. Yeah, no. there's. Well, like, I mean, oh, yes, no. Like it hasn't been like significant. <clears throat> it hasn't been that significant, and you know, did you guys see? You, you know, like there was fun. There was another bailout that came in uh, between landlords and and tenants at commercial spaces, right? And that was like the yeah. huge thing at the beginning. We're small, so sport, small business. There's nothing out yet, and it's like, okay, well, just something's gonna happen. I mean, I, I'm a small business owner, right? Like, I'm going through it too. But it's like you got to have communication. And and what I loved about Trudeau on this one, because you know how we're always talking about the CERB and how people are, you're, you're seeing it. Like people are taking it and they don't even really need it, right? Uh -huh. They're just taking uh -huh. it, and then yeah. so Trudeau. I think this was on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was. It was on Monday or something. And he's like, "I want to be clear. This is a loan. You will have to pay back the money." You know, it, it was like he he just kept saying it. Like it, he's getting a sense that people are just taking this, and they think that it's just free money forever. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It, he said it three times. He's like, "We will support you." But this is a loan. You will have yeah. to pay back the money. <laughs> Dude, yeah. like the some, money that we already paid some, in tax. Right? We'll some people, but some people don't get it. Back. They're just like, yeah. they're sitting here, they're going like, you know, I, 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 I don't have this now, but I can get this. And I mean, I get it. Maybe it's like a small business loan that you can accept, accept it as that, as opposed to going to a bank because it's like an emergency relief fund. But I think there's a lot of people out there that just are, I think they're just going to run it, man. They're just taking it and, you know, whatever. The, not, the, the unfortunate thing that with the, with the commercial rent subsidy uh, is that the landlord has to agree to it. And they're taking a 25% hit on the on the rent. They have to agree to that 25% hit, uh, and that they're absorbing themselves for that for that uh, for that commercial rent subsidy. I've heard from a number of small business owners where their commercial landlord is just saying, "No, you're going to continue paying as you're paying, full pop. Crazy. I don't care. Really? Yeah. And uh, yep, yep. And uh, and I have one friend that they're closing down their their shop they're having to close down their shop and they uh you know and their landlords they're like well you can either play ball with us or you're gonna get nothing so you know and it's still 
and I looked up the property and I know they have no mortgage registered on it. So the guy's just not even, you know, he's just being greedy. He's not even willing to just help out that small business. That's so terrible, man. Uh, I, I, just, yeah. I just don't get that, but yeah, whatever. And those guys are going to be screwed. You know, a business goes, yeah. a business goes under and then, yeah, imagine trying to get somebody else in there. Yeah, years. Yeah. When you when it could have just been a twenty five percent, you know, yeah. uh, you know, a twenty five percent, you know, reduction temporarily. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, yeah. No, it's it's very it's sad to it's sad to hear that and sad to see it when when they're especially when it's somewhat like these landlords some of them have no mortgages or minimal yeah. that it's not uh, you know they're still getting a they're still getting cash flow or you know and I, I get it properties have mortgages on them and, and all of that. So it's ensuring, you know, you need to be, be able to cover that. But if you can take that yeah. subsidy, reduce it by 25% that rent, and you're still a break even, do it because you're gonna be in better shape by keeping that tenant and they're gonna be more loyal to you as a tenant going forward if you just provide a little bit of assistance. I wanna, I wanna give a shout out to all the cool landlords and the cool business owners that can actually have a conversation and make things work. Because I, it, you're right, Dave. There's like I, I, I think it's, what, what would you say? It's fifty-fifty. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. There's just yeah. yeah, it's it's unreal, man. Like, and I was talking to somebody who uh, like our kids' dance studio was shutting down anyways, but we were just talking about the mall where that that landlord's in, and it's like she's like he's actually amazing, and the the tenant was feeling sorry for the landlord because like he's such a good guy. But now with everything going on, like her place is closing and then there's another spot beside it that's closing. And I'm just like, I'm like, he's not going to have anyone in there for like, like a year at least yeah. if, if, if ever with, yeah. with everything going on right now. Right. And so it, but it was nice to hear that. I had a conversation and she was like, yeah, he's a great guy, da da da, whatever. But, uh, I mean, you know, and ever, anyways, everyone's going to have their own problems. Just, just like us guys, you know, we got the Friday wrap-up shout problems. Out, shout out, uh, <laughs> shout outs to loyalty as well. Shout, shout outs to loyalty, you know. Paul Stevenson, <laughs> every day, all day. Shout outs to loyalty. <laughs> that, you know what? Yeah. That word is so important and powerful, as we know. Loyalty. Pay, pay attention to what's going on around you, and just, you know, just pay attention, please. Yeah. <laughs> Take, take stock. Yeah, take stock. Take, take stock, exactly. So uh, anyways, what, what else, guys? Right. This, this has actually been a pretty, pretty nice uh, little episode. Some insights, some thanks, comedy. Thanks for, carrying us thanks for carrying us along, people, with your questions and comments. Yeah. That, uh, it's you know, it's you ramped to, up. Uh, it's ramped up along. over the hour. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, we, we, have, we have viewers, and uh, I'm hoping that we get, we get some more listeners, too, on the, uh, the audio side of things with this. By the way, if you guys go to you the, you still gotta, you gotta have to still post this, even, even though you may not be right away. But you gotta, you gotta have to keep all the episodes. Uh, oh yeah, rolling up. There oh, this, so this will be, this will be up tomorrow. This will be up tomorrow. Um, now, I do have some epic mood boosts to bring everyone into the weekend. Um, whenever you're ready. Oh yeah, whenever let's you're do ready it. for it. Let's, let's do it. it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Okay. Are you guys ready? Are you? Are the listeners ready? That's the question. Are you ready, <laughs> uh, Paul you Stevenson? Ready? Okay. Why are PCs like air conditioners? Why are PCs like air conditioners? I they stop working properly if you open windows. Okay. Speaking of computer problems, you know, why do seagulls fly over the sea? Why do they? Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. <laughs> How did Abraham Lincoln 
plead when he was charged with murder. He said, I was innocent. Innocent. Wow. Innocent. Yeah, Penny. okay. Innocent. <laughs> I got it. The, Abraham Lincoln. The, the, the uh, yeah, gotcha. the, the, the bagel one, the bagel one uh, yeah. made me want to go get one a bagel. For, <laughs> so. One for three. One you're for one, three. you're one, one for three, three on that. Tell, uh, the tell bagel Tim, was a good, yeah. Tell Tim to step it up next week. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. He got them in on time, though. He got them in on time. You know, yeah. one thing at a time. Always, always, always on time. Okay, guys, are we, uh, are we wrapping it up here? I think so. I like uh, I like what Jake's saying that he's he's uh, he's working while he listens. I have to say I listen to an obscene amount of hours of podcasts, and that's typically what I do. I put on the car, I'm walking, I'm you know doing laundry, I'm whatever it is. I just have it on. So uh, as far as like listening to things, I find that's like the best way. You just do exactly what you're doing. Put on the background, absorb it, move on. You know, yeah. wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up oh yeah and and, and, wrap and the mugs so uh yeah we don't have the screen share uh oh do you do you have the uh can you show the image on your computer we had the mugs are going to be in next week yeah yeah hold up hold up so uh, i think what we're, we may do is uh we're gonna probably get a, a bunch of mugs each and then we'll probably just drive them around to you guys or we'll have them at, i mean i'll have them at my office in orleans actually that's better come and get your mugs sucker this is what it will look yeah. like nice with a with a handle. With a handle, yeah. <laughs> so just uh, yeah, just just, just mark at the bottom again. Just, I want a mug. Just no, no, no handle. They just gotta you just gotta grip that hot mug of coffee. Ah, yeah. ah, <laughs> just holding it on the top. Adam Hughes just posted up something saying "wrap it up." What is this? It's a gif. I can't. Oh, Hanif says. I want a mug for my, my ting. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Yeah, mugs mugs are good. good looking mug though. Mugs are secret. Good looking mug. You can always have a secret drink in a mug. Me today today <laughs> with me there's no no secrets. Just right to the, right to the mason, mason jar. Don't care. <laughs> At all. Hey, you're you're with us today. That that got you through the uh, you know, uh, got you through the hour. I'm here. It was great. I'm so happy that I that I'm here. I love everybody, and uh, it was good. You know what, guys? So I'm looking at our feed right now. So right now we we've had almost 10 viewers the whole show. We've got 10 thumbs up. We've got 67 hearts, 67 loves. We've got 30 crying, laughing, and uh, we've got one, oh my God, and then we've got one crying. There's three crying. I don't know who's crying for real, but uh, I think- Hopefully with laughter. They were probably, I think they were probably just sad about everything that's going on in the world. And 47 comments. I mean, uh, we're- uh, We're stepping it up. You know, we've been been consistent. We've been consistent. Oh, Jake, in Asia, no secret jug necessary. Always drinking the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Is that water? Yeah. No. So, uh, okay, guys, well, let's uh, right. let's wrap it up, I guess. All right. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the uh, 28 and sunny today. Yeah, you too. Happy recovery day. Yeah. It's going to be a great day. Just keep her going. Okay, boys. All right, everybody, thanks for All watching. Right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Next week, next week is my birthday, so we'll have a, uh, a follow-up birthday wrap-up. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, it is. Right on. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, yeah. Paul. <laughs> I'm wrapping it up. All right, gentlemen. Later. See you soon. Deuces. The Friday Wrap-Up, brought to you by Blue Panda Realty Orleans and Referral Mortgages. 
podcast recording and editing, courtesy Big Stuff Productions. <laughs>